bless you. Turn your hearts toward the word right now. As our brother Kelly comes, be attentive, listen. This is the first service, but it doesn't have to be lacking. You right now can receive from God the very first night. You don't have to wait for another service. This is your service. This is your time. Move into it tonight. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you in a real way. God bless you, Brother Kelly, as you come and minister the word of the Lord. Amen. We love you, Brother Kelly. you here in Louisiana. I'd like to say God bless you. It's an honor to, to be here amongst friends and family. Um, I have my, my wife over here, Sister Myra, that's with us and I'm so happy she could travel with us this time to be here. And two of my grandsons are here. Uh, Charon, my oldest grandson, he'll be 21 years old tomorrow. And my second, our second grandson, Marcus, it's good to have him with us here. And we bring greetings to you from our home church in Grinthal, Saskatchewan, or Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Um, and they send their greetings to each and every one of you. Many of them will be streaming tonight, and we say God bless you to each and every one of them. Amen. I'd like to just take a moment and, and uh, just convey our sincere gratitude to your pastor, Brother Tim Pruitt, and... For all of uh, the many times that he's come to our church to speak in our convention and, and has been such a blessing to us. Brother Timothy, Sister Ruth, and the Pruitt family have made us feel at home. Everything we have need of is taken care of. Uh, the only problem that I always have is I eat too much because <laughs> the food is too good and, and I always worry about my clothes that they're not going to fit right anymore and... If they don't, I'm going to blame it on Brother Tim and all of his hospitality. But we certainly do appreciate the Louisiana hospitality. And we say God bless you uh, for taking care of all of our needs. If you have a need upon your heart tonight, as we would look to the Lord for a moment in prayer, and just look to him and you pray in your heart and say, Lord, I have a need tonight in my life. I'm here to, to have a conference with you. We're not just here to put in time or just have another service, but we're here for one purpose, and that is to draw closer to Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus, we bow in your divine presence, O God. And we thank you, Father, that you said in your word, wherever two or three would be gathered together, in your midst you'd be in the midst of your people, Father. And here we are, Lord, as a company of people, Father, people who have come from many different places in the country overseas lord and father many that would be streaming tonight and lord we confess unto you that we are a needy people how we need you every moment of the day in our lives lord i pray father that you would meet the need father whether it be sickness lord or father if there be someone that doesn't know you as personal savior lord may today be that day lord that they would come to you O god any backslidden father we welcome father the prodigal's home, Lord. And Lord, if there's anything, Father, that's in our lives, Lord, that, that, Lord, that you're not pleased with, we ask you, Father, even at this moment, Lord, forgive us, Father. If we said anything or done anything, Lord, that would be displeasing to you, we pray, Father, for your grace, Lord. Lord, now as we would turn to your word, Father, 
The most important part, Father, we pray, Lord, that we would get ourselves out of the way. Lord, I yield myself unto you. I give my whole being unto you, soul, body, and spirit for your glory. Take control of this vessel, Father, and we'll give you all the honor and the praise. We commit it to you now in Jesus Christ's precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, I'd like to turn tonight to St. John chapter 1, verse 11 to 13. St. John chapter 1, verse 11 to 13. Very familiar scripture. I trust that it will be a blessing to you tonight. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many, let's say many, as many as received him, to them gave he, gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. God bless you. You may have your seats tonight. Tonight, I'd like to start with a, just a little thought tonight called Bride Authority. Bride Authority. I believe we're living in an, in an hour that is one of the greatest times that a person could be living. That's right. It's a time where the bride of Jesus Christ is awakening to the reality of the word for her hour yes. and awakening to who she is as a, as a person. Amen. We're no longer in the former ages of justification, sanctification, and the restoration of the gifts, but we're at the climax of all climaxes right. at a time Amen. when the bride has come into a place of maturity. And the bride has to come into a place of maturity because we're the ones that would be, we would say that by thoughts of grace, we'll be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. Amen. So every time we come into the house of the Lord or we read our Bibles or we pray, we have to have a rec- we have to realize within ourselves who we are as a people, that we're not a downtrodden people. We're not a people that the enemy can, can push us around, but it's our time to push back at the enemy. It's not a time where, where, as the song was sung before, that I'm going to take back everything the enemy stole from me. Amen. We're in that timeline where we can do that. Yes, sir. Amen. It's not the time where Satan will, will, will come against us, but it's a time where we push back at him. And we say, Satan, you stop right here. We're not going any further with this because we have that authority in the word of God. Amen. I, I believe with all my heart that the that the prophets of old have looked for this hour, but we are privileged. Say, I'm privileged. Let's say it with passion tonight. I'm privileged. I'm privileged to live in this hour, in this timeline, in this day. We would say that God has saved the, less, the best for the last. Amen. This isn't a weak bride. This is a strong bride. It doesn't matter what the devil brings toward us. We've got power and authority over the powers of hell. Amen. It shouldn't be the enemy tormenting us, but it's you that wake up every morning and you torment the devil because you know your position in the word of God. I say it's time to learn who we are and recognize who we are, that we are the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. Not just any bride, but we're his bride. Amen. I'm so thankful to be part of that. Amen. We're living in the closing hours of the Gentile dispensation. It's not a time to play church. I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord, but if you're on the fence, it's time to get off the fence. It's time to make a clear-cut decision. Amen. To serve a living God. Amen. A lot of times I've heard back home even, some people say, well, you know what, I seemingly start and I can't 
can't get going. I say, get up again. Amen. If you fall down, get up again. If you fall down again, get up again. Amen. Don't stay down, but get up again. Amen. Keep persevering. Keep pressing forward. Amen. Have a determination in your heart. Amen. Have passion in your life that you are the pride of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe we should have passion in this hour. I see people go to ball games. I see people go to a lot of places. They got a passion for it. But I say we should have a passion for the word of God. We should let the devil know what side we're on. That we're on the winning side in this hour. That Christ is with the bride. Amen. He promised never to leave us or forsake us. Time to take a reality of who we are. Have some passion about it. Amen. Not come to the house of the Lord all downtrodden, but have some joy in your step and bounce in your step. Amen. We're here to meet with God. Amen. You've been given authority in this hour. It's time to take our authority. Amen. When I think of the word authority, I... I think of it as a person who, who has owned a business. And when I walk into, the, into our factory or into our places, nobody has to give me clearance to walk in. I just walk in. Yeah. Amen. If you're a CEO of the company, you don't have to ask somebody, can I go into this part of the building or that part? No, you've got clearance to go into that part of the building. And Brother Branham told us that, that the promises of God and the word of God has been given to us in this hour to the place that we have a great arcade. Amen. And he said, we need to take out a ladder sometime. Amen. Just go inside of it and take out your portion. Amen. Because you've got authority. Amen. You can go into the presence of God. You can say, Lord, I've got a need of my life. Amen. Lord, I know you're more than able to meet the need of my life. I'm going to trust you to meet this need in my life. He's promised us in his word that he would meet the need of the people. Amen. First John 3, 2, it, it tells us that, beloved, now we are the sons of God and the daughters of God. Amen. Let's say now tonight. Amen. Let's say it with passion. Let's say now. Amen. Now we're the sons of God. Amen. That doesn't mean that, that it's a future event. That means it's right today. Amen. It's going to be tomorrow morning as well that now we are the sons and the daughters of the living God. Amen. Not we will be. We are now. And if you don't have that revelation in your heart, may the Lord impress upon you this, this evening hour that now I am the son of God. Now I'm the daughter of God. Amen. God has me here for a purpose. Amen. We're not just here putting in time. Amen. We're here as the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. The prophet told us that Satan may bring diseases, but we have the authority of the word of God to cast out those diseases. You're afflicted by the devil. We've got the authority today to cast out the powers of hell. Amen. We, gotta, we have to know who we are in this hour. Amen. We're the bride of Jesus Christ. And I emphasize that tonight. Amen. That we are the bride. Not we will be the bride. We are the bride. Somebody say praise the Lord tonight. One of the quotes that I, that I, I really appreciate is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And, and one of the reasons is because it speaks so directly to us as a people. And Brother Brown says, Satan knows as surely that the original church at Pentecost with the power of God is Mark 16 in action. It's the true church that Jesus claims as his own. It says all else is false. It has to be. Amen. So we need a church with Mark 16 in action. 
I believe we're standing in front of a people today that believe Mark 16 is an action and they put it into action. Amen. He says, now remember this, Christ in the true church is a continuation of the book of Acts. It's something that continues on. Amen. If the, if the vine ever puts forth another branch, it'll be the same as the original branch. Amen. He says, but the book of Revelation shows how that Antichrist spirit would come into the church and defile it and make it lukewarm and make it powerless. Amen. I want to say I, I'm not going to be no lukewarm. I am not going to be formal. And I'm certainly not going to be powerless. If I'm going to put my whole life into this gospel that Christ called me for this, I am not going to be no lukewarm. I'm not going to be formal. And I'm not going to be powerless. Amen. I may not know my ABCs, but I want to know Jesus Christ. Amen. A personal experience with him. Amen. Where there's a power of God moving in my life. A power of God moving in your life. Amen. What would it be at the end of it all if we would stand there and miss it? Amen. We would have wasted our whole time. Amen. Because of being formal and power and lukewarm. But I say I'm not. I'm determined not to be formal or powerless or lukewarm. I want a passion in my life. A passion to hold on to this word. A passion to believe this word. A passion to walk in this word. Sometimes people may think that, oh, you just want a lot of enthusiasm. We should be enthused. And people say we shouldn't be enthused. I don't understand that thought. We should have some enthusiasm. After all, we're people. If we're people, we got enthusiasm. I never seen anybody yet say, well, you know, I got me a new truck. And that's just... I got some enthusiasm about it. Got myself a new truck. Amen. What do you think about it? Amen. If, if your wife makes you some good pie, I love pie. We get pie when the brothers come to visit us. We get pie. We get pumpkin pie, pecan pie. I kind of say that because our, our Thanksgiving is this Monday, so I'm here on our Thanksgiving as well. Amen. We get our pecan pie, our pecan pie, pe- uh, pumpkin pie, and our apple pie. And Sister Mara's laughing at me. And all different kind of pies, but I never get them unless I get company, so come visit me. <laughs> at least we'll get some pie or something like that. But if your wife made you a pie and you say, well, you know, it's not bad. I've done that. And she says, this is good. I mean, that's it. I took a couple hours to make this and yeah, it's not bad. I mean, what do you think the Lord thinks? What do you think the Lord thinks? The Lord's giving you the Holy Ghost. Amen. He's taking you out of sin. Amen. He's taking you from addictions in your life. Amen. He's taking you from from a wayward walk and brought you back into the economy of God. What do you think the Lord thinks? Amen. He wants us to have passion about it. He wants us to thank Him for it. He wants us to glorify Him for it. Amen. Because He's a living God. Amen. He wants you to adore Him. He wants you to make love to Him. He loves His people. He likes to do good things for his people. Amen. You give your wife a nice ring or something. Oh, that's not bad. No, she, man, I'm happy about that. I never seen one yet to put her hands in her pocket not to show it. It's something she wanted to make sure somebody saw. Amen. I refuse to be lukewarm, formal, or powerless. 
He says it exposes Satan, revealing his works, attempted destruction of God's people, and they're discrediting of God's word. Right down to the time he is cast into the lake of fire. He fights that. He cannot stand it. He knows that if the people get the true revelation, let's say true revelation. The people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for. That she can, let's say can. She can do the greater work. She will be an invincible army. Amen. Not just any army, but an invincible army. Amen. Not just a haphazard army, but an invincible army. This army will be the army of God. Hallelujah. It's no wonder Satan hates revelation. Because he knows when you realize who you are, that you can't do the greater work. He's powerless. He's powerless in front of his children. He says that they get the true revelation, get the true revelation of two spirits within the framework of the Christian church. See, one spirit wants you to be formal and powerless and lukewarm. But the other spirit wants you to be on fire for God. Amen. On fire for God. Hope that's okay tonight. Amen. He says, if you get the true true revelation of the two spirits within the framework of the Christian church, and by God's spirit discern and withstand the Antichrist spirit, Satan will be powerless. Let's say powerless, powerless. Powerless before her. For he will be definitely thwarted today as when Christ withstood his every effort to gain power over him in the desert. Yes, Satan hates revelation. Amen. What does revelation do? It gives you a, gives you who, it shows you who you are. Amen. And when God gives us revelation, we realize who we are. Then we realize that we are sons and daughters of God right now. Satan hates it, but we need it. And we love it. With true revelation in our lives, like our brother Bram says that with true revelation in our lives, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us, but we will. Let's say we will. We will prevail over them. Amen. There's two words that were, that were here that, were, that I think are important. One is invincible and one is powerless. You know, the word invincible, Brother Bram says the bride, she will be an invincible army. Let's say that's me. That's me. Invincible means incapable of being conquered. Incapable. Let's say incapable. That means totally impossible. It don't matter what the devil tries. He cannot conquer you. He's incapable of conquering you. Amen. It means that he's inca- you're incapable of being conquered, incapable of being overcome, or cap- incapable of being subdued. In other words, we become an invincible army. Amen. Not just a one person, but a multi-member bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. Standing upon the earth in the last days. Incapable of being conquered. Say, well, if I give my heart to the Lord, then then, then I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stand. You can stand. The same way we stand. You say, how do you stand, Brother Kelly? By the power of God. Amen. Through a new birth experience that puts the Holy Ghost in my life. So that it's no longer me, but it's Christ living through me. Amen. It's Christ inside of us. The great conqueror himself, which makes us the, inca- the invincible army of Jesus Christ. Jesus' last words in St. Matthew 28, 20, 
was low, I'll be with you to the end of the world. Amen. I believe he's still with us. He's never forsaken us. Sometimes we don't realize and we think, well, I don't know if the Lord's with me. It's not how much we feel. It's how much we believe. Do you believe? So Brother Branham was trying to get the people to do, to believe. If the people believe, then all things are possible to them that can believe. Amen. This last day, bright can't be stopped. Hello? This last day bride cannot be stopped. It's impossible because this last day bride is predestinated. Let's say predestinated. Predestinated to go through. Amen. God already saw you on the other side. Amen. This end time bride cannot be stopped. She's not like the first bride. And she's not like the bride after the day of Pentecost. This bride cannot be stopped. Why? Because you've got revelation. You know who Jesus is. You know who you are. It's impossible for Satan to stop it. So you can get up every morning and say, boo devil. Because you can't be stopped. That's the truth. It's the rising of the sun. But now the true trinity of God being one manifest in Christ who was life and had broke the seals and conquered the enemy rose up and the one true and living God. I am he that was dead and I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of death and hell. God in one made man. Not two gods or three gods, but we got one God. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Not two gods, one God. Not three gods, but one God. And his name is Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's my Lord and he's my Savior. He's your Lord and he's your Savior. Amen. One God made man and dwelt among us and conquered every enemy. Let's say conquered. Conquered every enemy and had proved that the trinity of Satan was conquered. Well, we could close up the Bible right there and go home. Because the devil is a defeated foe. I know we hear it all the time, the devil's defeated. Then why do we allow him to boot us around and kick us around when it should be the opposite way where we should take our authority as the bride of Jesus Christ? Glory! Hallelujah. Trinity of God was made known. Satan was conquered. That the Trinity of God was made known because only God alone had power to bring life back again. He was that Emmanuel. God had been manifested in the flesh. It says no wonder he claimed there. Matthew tw- the 28th chapter. All power is gi- in heaven and earth is given into my hand. I send you to be my witness to all the world. Amen. He had conquered both death and hell and the grave. Not only did he do that. And came out triumphant with all the power of heaven and the earth. All that was the father and all that was the Holy Ghost and all that there ever was, was in him. All powers in heaven and in earth is given unto me. I love these next four words. Everything else is powerless. Let's say it together. Everything else is powerless. Let's try it one more time. Everything else is powerless. So when our Lord conquered the devil on Calvary, everything else is powerless. 
amen, that you've got a defeated foe that we face every day, and he's just a bluff in this hour. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. Brother Brown said he had conquered it. Powerless. As we read, Satan will be powerless before the bride. Amen. That gives me courage. Because it's an affirmative statement. I'm an invincible army. You're an invincible army. And Satan is powerless before the invincible army. In other words, he's incapable of conquering you. That just about make you want to shout. Amen. That just about make you want to dance. Amen. Satan is powerless, incapable of conquering you. Amen. Why? Because you are the true bride of Jesus Christ walking in this hour that we're living in. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord tonight. Amen. I know we're getting to know each other, so just bear with me. But we love the word. That's what I love. I love the word. Amen. Satan is powerless. That word powerless means devoid of strength. It means devoid of resources. In other words, he's got nothing else. That's it. Well, Brother Brown said that he, he, he said Satan's powerless only if he can bluff you out. So I say he's powerless. He's powerless in your life. Amen. He's powerless in your neighbor's life. He's powerless in our lives. Amen. We're an invincible army. We know who we are, that we are the bride of Jesus Christ. He's given us bride authority. You can just go into the presence of God, ask the Lord anything you want. If you're sick in your body, lay the hand, lay, call the elders of the church, lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Amen. Sometimes we think, well, what if it, what if it takes so long? We, we, we look, well, what if it's, it didn't happen immediately? I suffered with asthma for 17 years. Still have some, some problems that I deal with, but God was my healer. Amen. It took 17 years, but it came a time when my time was there. Amen. And I say that it makes me happy when I think about that. He's my healer. Amen. It gives me something to shout about because I know he's my healer. Amen. When somebody else comes in a prayer line, you can say, God healed me from this. You say it took 17 years. That's a long time. In God's economy, it's a short time. It may feel long for us, but in God's economy, it's a short time. He's still the healer. It's a greater miracle if you can walk for a longer time than immediately immediate healing. Hope that's okay. He's a healer. He's a savior. And Satan is powerless before the bride. Powerless. He's devoid of all strength. He's devoid of all resources. He's devoid. He's lacking authority or capacity to act. He has no capacity or authority to act. We read in the word of God that Satan can't even touch a hair of your head unless he gets permission from Almighty God. Amen. So God knows all about our life. He knows all about what's happening in our lives. There's nothing that's taken him by surprise. Come on, church. Amen. He's in control of our lives. When we realize that God is in control, then we get an understanding in our heart. My steps are ordered of the Lord. 
And then in my ordering of the Lord, I'm going to act, myself, act as, if, as if everything is perfectly fine. It don't matter how I feel. It don't matter what happens. It matters what does God's word say. Amen. Because we are believers in this end time hour. We're not unbelievers. We're believers. That's what we do. It's no wonder the scripture says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It says, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Amen. As long as we're in this flesh body, we're going to get sick. That's just part of being in this flesh body. But we have a God that's our healer. By his stripes, we're already healed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I feel like shouting right about now. I'll be honest with you. Power of God on the platform here. Amen. Mighty conqueror. I can hear him as he said, straighten himself out. Said, Satan, I'm the virgin born son of the living God. My blood's still wet on the cross. I paid the price. I've conquered. And I've come down to take over. Strip you of everything that you claim that you have. He reached over to his side and jerked those keys of death and hell off of him. Kicked him back into the place where he belonged. He conquered hell. When he arose, he had the keys of death and hell hanging on his side. I like what Brother Brown said. What's the church scared about then? Come on, church. Amen. What are we scared about? Brother Brown said, amen. He conquered Satan. He conquered sickness. He conquered death. He conquered hell. Amen. No matter what you have need of, he conquered it. Amen. He's my conqueror. And he's the one that's living in our hearts. Amen. And he's the one that's working through our lives. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Working through your life. Amen. The word power that we read in our scripture reading in St. John chapter 1. It signifies both power and ability. Authority and ability. In other words, he's given you not only authority, but he's given you the ability to use his word. Amen. If, you, if he gave you the word, but you had no ability, what good would the word do? But he gave you a sword in this hour, and a sword is to be used. A sword isn't to be in the sheath and locked up and rusted in. Amen. A sword is to be used every day that you're walking. Amen. We have an adversary. He goes about like a roaring lion. You've been given authority over him, but you've got to fight for every inch of ground that you need to take. Amen. He doesn't just give it all to you in a flowery bed of ease. He wants an invincible army. He wants people capable of fighting. Amen. We've got to fight if we're going to reign. We're the bride of Jesus Christ. With the ability, authority and ability. Amen. Power to become the sons and daughters of God. Amen. He don't just drop it in your lap. You got power to become the sons and daughters of God. Authority and ability to stand faithful in this hour. Brother Bram told us a policeman has no power to stop a car. No. But he's been given authority by the government. And that authority by the government, when he puts up his hands, all cars come to a stop. Amen. He don't got no, no power to stop those cars, but he's got a poor authority to say, that's far enough right there. Amen. You've got that same authority. Amen. Through the baptism of the Holy Ghost on your life. Amen. You can put up your hand and say, devil, that's enough. I, I ask you to stop right there. You say, well, he still comes back. I say, devil, stop right there. Amen. That's enough. 
You've got authority. Amen. All heaven is behind you. Hallelujah. Take your authority, church. Take your authority. The moon stands faithful in its position and its place with all the authorities of heaven behind it. Amen. And as the moon starts to, starts to rise, amen, in the evening times, it's watching over the water's tides of the earth. Amen. If there would be no moon there, then the waters would overcome the earth. But the moon is there to tell it that's enough, that's far enough. Amen. It's signifying the power and authority that you have as a bride member. Amen. That you can stand in that same position as a son of God. You don't have to go walking around like all downtrodden. Put your shoulders back. Amen. And act like sons and daughters of the living God. Amen. We should be the happiest people on the planet earth. Joy should be in our heart. You say, Brother Kelly, I just got a, a doctor appointment. A, a doctor uh, uh, gave me a doctor's um, uh, pronoxication. And then you say, it's not a good, good thought. But we should have uncontainable joy in our heart. Amen. Not because we're not feeling well, but because we know who we are. It's not about the feeling of this flesh. It's about what's in our heart. That's what counts. Is what's in our heart. Water can only come so far. Then it has to retreat. It has to move back. I say what about the bride of Jesus Christ. Being part of the groom. With power and authority in this hour. Christ being the groom. And the bride has to come forth. Because it's part of him. And it can only be manifestation. Of the fulfilling of all the revelations. Any others have spoken of the bride. It can only manifest. If it does something different from the groom, it isn't the bride. Amen. Amen. Because she is flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone and life of his life and power of his power. She is him. As a man and woman are one and the woman taken from his side. She had taken a spirit, the feminine spirit from him. The flesh from his side made both mechanics and dynamics. The wife, the spirit of him and the flesh of him and put it together and made the mechanics and dynamics. In other words, you've got that authority. The moon stands with his authority. The policeman stands with their authority. And you stand with your authority. Amen. We're living in an hour where energy is talked about all the time. <coughs> I don't know about in America, but. Canada, they have this, this idea that we're all going to drive electric cars by 2030. I don't think it's going to happen. And, and power's on everybody's mind. We can't even support our own local grid, let alone everybody plugging a car in. That's kind of going to be a disaster. Amen. Even some of our people in, in, uh, in our public offices and things like that, they're, they're acting like, well, we're driving this electric car. But they got designated charging stations and nobody else can take them. That's kind of convenient. But power is on everybody's mind. And power is, is something that is needed in the hour that we're living in. You know, we've gone from the horse and buggy age in a hundred years to the jet age, to the rocket age. Amen. Rockets that they're making today can travel at incredible speeds. Horse and buggies, you didn't go very far. Because that was, that was only the spirit where you could go. But today, we can get on a plane. We got here in good time. Brother Timothy was there in time to pick us up. 
everything worked out great. We can travel great distances today, be in different places because of the hour that we're living in. Because there's, there's more power that's available for us as people to use. Amen. I can remember not very, very many years ago, and this kind of maybe dates us a bit, but when our church, actually we used to heat our church with coal oil and with wood many, many years ago. Didn't have indoor plumbing on it, so you know what kind of plumbing we had. It was called outdoor plumbing. And, and nowadays, we just go into the church, and we turn up the heat, and we turn up the cooling system, and everybody's just about happy. Not everybody's happy. <laughs> that happens that way, too, I guess, here is the same as what we do. I always thought if somebody could come up with a pew that had a heating and a cooling spot for every person to sit on, that'd be a wealthy man. But we're so used to just coming in, we just turn the heat up, we don't think anything about it anymore. If the power goes up, we panic. Because we're so used to it. But we're moving away from fossil fuels, or they think we are, to electric. Everything's electric. Amen. LED lights, and no doubt we have them in here tonight. They're brighter and more effective than, than anything's ever been before. Amen. Take less energy to run. Cordless tools uh, that, that are available today with brushless motors, they're, they're more power all the time. It seems like it's a power race. Who's going to make something lightest with the most power available to it? Amen. Electric cars are something that is starting to be prevalent and they're incredibly quick. They can go from zero to 60 in a couple of seconds of time. Amen. Because it, there's, one, there's more power all the time. When there becomes more power all the time, then people can move quickly and more quickly to places they want to go. One thing I, I, did, some, I did some research on at one time and, and they say that you can charge up a car in 80% 80, 80 in about 30 minutes if you're at one of these supercharger places. I Kind of like that thought, a supercharger. Amen. When I come to church, I want more than just a supercharger for 30 minutes. Amen. I want a full charge every time I come to the house of the Lord. Amen. I don't want no little sermonette. Amen. I want something that has some vitality, something that has, that, that, that's going to give you a full charge in this hour. Not just a half a charge or a part charge, but a full charge. Amen. I, when I heard that, I thought, well, what good is that battery? So you only got 60% you can use because you got 10% here and 10% there and the whole thing's gone. Amen. I thought we need a full charge of the Holy Spirit all the time in our lives. Amen. I say we don't want quick charges, but we want, we want full charges. But power's on the people's mind. Amen. Satan's trying to make it more convenient to travel. Amen. But God is trying to get us to look upwards. Amen. To give us the power and the authority for one day we're going to take off from this whole world. Somebody help me preach now. Amen. It's a time we need to get ourselves in a position for the rapture, for the change of the body. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, church, but it's going home time. Amen. I'm getting tired of this old pestle. This world, <coughs> this world's gone crazy in this hour. The only saint people in this hour is the children of Almighty God. Amen. I'm getting sick and tired of this place. I'm ready to put my dancing shoes on and get out of this best house. It's time to go home. It's time for the dead of Christ to rise again. It's time to move on and move on. Hallelujah. God bless you, Brother Jackie. Nice to see you. Amen. It's time to move higher. Amen. It's not time to go lower. It's time to move higher. Amen. In this message, go wake Jesus. 
Brother Brown says when a man or a woman is anointed with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he might not be able to read his name in boxcar-sized letters with education, but he's got authority from God. Amen. That he is the Son of God. Let him take his authority and stand and say, Stop! And Satan's wheels will slide and brakes and his brakes will. Something will take place because he's been given authority by the Holy Ghost. In my name they shall cast out devils. That's it, sure. Amen. He has to know Jesus and know what he's been given him. There he stands. Yes, sir. The bride has to know who she are, who she is. Satan's going to come to a halt. Amen. Everything we have need of has been paid for. There's nothing exempted, church. Amen. We read a quote before where Brother Brown says, why is the church scared? Why are we scared? Amen. How can we be scared when our conqueror conquered everything? Death, hell, and the grave, every sickness, every disease, every addiction, our Savior conquered it all. Amen. There's nothing exempted in it. Amen. This is the hour to take our liberty and take what God's given to us. Amen. And walk with what God's given us. Not a time to sit back. Amen. That's one thing I, I look at and I feel for the people. I say, my Lord, how can we shake the people sometimes? It reminds me of the story where Brother Ram talked about that one, that one person, that baby, nothing would attract its attention. Shook everything before that baby. Nothing attracted his attention. She started to scream out. And he said that God has shaken everything in front of the people. And she just sits there and stares. I say it's time to let the devil know what side of the ledger we're on. That we are the sons of God. Somebody say praise the Lord here tonight. Amen. It's time to move upwards. Everything's paid for. There's nothing exempted in it. Amen. Every promise in the Bible is to the believer. Amen. The devil can't keep one promise, but God keeps all his promises. We have received a payment. Everything's paid in full. Let's say it's paid in full. Our transgressions are paid in full. Amen. Everything's taken care of. Amen. Sin debt is paid in full. He never saved me to lose me. He never saved me to lose me. The Bible tells me that he was begun a good work in me. He's going to complete the good work in me. Amen. He saved us to keep us. Glory. Our iniquities paid for. Healings paid for. Freedom of worship is paid for. Amen. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Freedom of worship is paid for. Amen. We got a right to worship God. We got a right to shout. We got a right to dance. We got a right to thank God. It's our God-given right. It's been paid for. Glory. Everything is paid for. Some devil would try to stop the church of the living God. I say I'm moving onward and upward. Amen. I'm not going to let some person try to steal the joy out of my heart. When it's been paid for. Joy is paid for. Victory is paid for. Peace is paid for. Amen. Eternal life is paid for. Everything we need has been paid for. Let's say it's been paid for. It's been paid for you. It's been paid for every one of us. There's a quote that I, that I 
been sharing with the church for, for a few weeks now. Once you see this message, you can't see nothing else. There's nothing else you can see because you realize who you are. Amen. You're not groping in darkness. You're not wandering around in the, in the dark, but you've got light in this hour. Revelation in this hour. Amen. Not just something to argue the word about, but to make you, to, to show you that you are the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. People want to argue nowadays. I say, what do you want to argue for? Let's listen, just read the prophet's message. Amen. They say, well, he says over here in one quote over here, he says this, but there's a thousand quotes over here that says that. Amen. It's time we stand where, where we should stand. Amen. If they want to argue, let them argue. I'm moving on with God. Amen. If they want to dispute, let them dispute. I'm moving on with God. We got to move on with God. He's a living God. He's given us everything we have need of. There's nothing exempted right in, in this life. I gotta check where I'm at. Brother Tim preaches with us. We, he preached with us Friday, on Friday night. He stopped at about one and a half hours. I don't know if I should tell your people that, but, but I thought, man, he shut it off real fast. I'm not an hour and a half preacher, just so you know that. When God has given you the true baptism of the Holy Ghost, then, you're, then the life of Jesus Christ is within you. Hope these quotes are okay. He says, now that's true. Every theologian will have to admit to that. Yes, sir, it's a new birth. You are born anew of the Holy Ghost. And because that God has did this and you know you're no good in yourself and you accepted what God did, then he seals you into his kingdom by the Holy Spirit. And everything that Jesus purchased and promised you in the Bible, it's yours, it's your property. Amen. Because it's paid for. Brother Branham says amen. And we could say amen tonight. Amen. Everything we have need of is paid for. Amen. Let's be happy. He says, if you're a little washwoman, if you're just a brother that don't know his ABCs, it don't make any difference who you are. You're in Christ. Triumphant over all things. Let's say all things. Let's say it one more time. All things. And your authority is over every demon and every power that the devil has. You're in Christ triumphant. Amen. It don't matter who you are. If you're in Christ, you've got power and authority over every demon. Amen. Over everything the devil. You say, Brother Kelly, you mean myself at home? Yes, you at home. You've got the authority. Brother Bram says over every demon and over every power that the devil has, you're in Christ triumphant. I say let's take our positions as blood-washed, blood-bought, sons and daughters of living God who know their positions in the word of God, who are an invincible army. Satan is powerless before you. I say the only thing Satan needs to know is what's on the bottom of your shoe. Because if he comes up over your shoe, you're out of your position in Christ. Amen. He should only know what's on the bottom of your shoe. Hallelujah. He sticks his head up, you kick it down. He sticks it up again, you kick it down. You kick it down. You kick it down. You kick it down. 
It doesn't matter what the devil brings for you. You kick it down. It'll make you live right. It'll make you do right. Kick him down. Stomp on him. If he comes up over underneath your shoe, he's out, you're out of position. Kick him down. There's a little song we sing back home. Kick him down, kick him down, kick him down. I've got little grandsons about this high. Boy, they can sure let him ring around. Kick him down. Satan doesn't deserve nothing more than that. Just let him know who the boss is. If you're just a little washwoman, brother don't know his ABCs. That includes all of us. It doesn't matter how much education we have or what lacking of education. What matters is, is Christ in your heart. Amen. I don't support ignorance, but I'll tell you, what we need is we need to know who we are as a people. Amen. This meeting is just starting. I, I hope this is a good start to the meeting. Amen. We just got to let the devil know who we are. Amen. That we've got the authority over him. It's not him with the authority over us, but it's you with the authority over the powers of hell. We've got the authority over the devil. Not him, but it's he, he. He thinks he's got authority. He's got no authority. Brother Brown said his back was broken on Calvary. He'll gum you to death if you let him to because he don't got no teeth anymore. You've got the power and the authority over him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God of this evil age. And when the entire word of God incomplete was healed, headed up in a human body called Jesus Christ, and there God made me pay for my sins. And him there, then he rose me, raised me up with power in the, res- in the resurrection. And now we are seated with him with power and authority over every devil. Amen. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Amen. It says, and now, let's say now. And now we are seated with him with power and authority over every devil. Oh, if you could only believe what God has given. If we could only believe what God. I trust he takes them from amnesia office this weekend. Amen. I hope he does that even tonight. That we know what God has given. He's given us the best he could give us. He gave you the word. He gave you the promise. He said it's yours. Take it. Excuse me if I'm yelling. I just, I know you're not deaf, but it's the only way I know how to, how to do it. Thank you. We're in the South. That's how I do it in the North, too. Amen. I made up my mind a long time ago. I'm not going to be formal, powerless, and lukewarm. I'm not going to be no moss back. If I want to shout, I'm going to shout. If I want to say amen, I'm going to say amen. If I want to say hallelujah, I'm going to say hallelujah. Amen. If I want to dance, I'm going to dance. Amen. Because it really don't make any difference what the critics have to say. They'll criticize whatever they want to criticize. Amen. But I've got, we've got the authority in the word of God. Can you imagine when John and Peter were at the gate called beautiful? And the Bible said there was a certain man at the gate. It doesn't even give the man's name. He was impotent from his mother's womb, 40 years old, standing, sitting at the gate. Amen. The Lord made sure he was there for a long time. 
as a witness and a testimony of the power of Jesus Christ. 40 years he begged. 40 years he was asking for somebody to help him. But there came one day, and it just took one time, one moment, in the presence of God. Just one moment. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give it unto you. And he grabbed him by the heart and picked him off from that spot. And he started to leap and run. Oh, hold it. Hold it, certain man. Don't get too excited. I know you haven't walked for 40 in your entire life, but don't get too excited. Amen. The Bible says that he leaped and he jumped. Maybe we haven't had experience with God. But when you want time to get an experience with God, you can shout. You can leap. You can jump. You can give God the glory. Amen. Because he's a living God in this hour. Just one moment in the presence of God. Hallelujah. It's time to thank God for what he's done for the church already done. I say great thanks as our God done. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He jumped and he leaped. On the day of Acts, Acts 2.38, there were 3,000 men that came to the Lord. 3,000 people. Brother Brown said the devil didn't even get out of bed. But that day, they had to take note that they'd been with Jesus. Because they were doing the same works as what was happening when Jesus was there. Amen. They wanted to quieten them down. They said, we're not quieting them down. Well, we're going to threaten you. You go ahead and threaten us. It don't make no difference. We're going to go find our group of people. And we're going to have an old-fashioned prayer meeting time. And we're going to pray and not say, Lord, oh, they've been threatening us. Lord, what are we to do? No, they didn't do that. They, they went before the Lord. They said, Lord, you hear their threatenings. What we need from you, Lord, is another dose of the Holy Ghost. I wonder if the church of living God don't need another dose of the Holy Ghost in the hour that we're living in today. An hour and a time today that we're living in that will push us into the rapture. We need the Holy Ghost in a greater measure. And my Bible says, your Bible says, the house was shaken. And they came up with a double portion. With more power and more authority to speak about the things of God. That's what we need in the pulpit is more power and authority. That's what the people need in the pew is more power and authority. In the word of God to withstand the demon power of this age that we're living in. Oh, hell must be emptied out. But we've got all of God in us now. Amen. We've come back to the final revelation of the word. Who Jesus Christ is. I emphasize that for a reason. I don't know who all tunes in here, but I want them to know where I stand. Brother Branham said that the greatest revelation of this time, the capstone revelation of this time, is that Jesus is God. Not two or three, but he is God. And he's the one who I serve. And he's the one who's empowering us in this hour. It's not a second person or a third person or some other person or just an elder brother. It's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the living God. Hallelujah. 
He says, oh, if, if you can only believe what God has given, but if you're not seated there, and don't, and don't, you, you don't have it. And if you're seated there and don't believe it and afraid to move, you'll never use it. But if you are seated there, let's say, I am. I'm seated there. But if you are seated there, you will use it for your ordained to do what you do. Therefore, we have no fear. It's unlimited what God will do in this hour. And the true bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. When we go beyond, Brother Anson, when we go beyond our own sound barrier into the word of God, it's unlimited what God can do with a man that's ready to go beyond the camp, the camp of men. Amen. The camp of men. I say we're gone beyond the camp of men. This isn't about a, about a ministry just of your church or our church or Brother Ron's church or anybody else's church. This is about God moving amongst his people. Amen. And I desire him to move in a greater measure. Amen. All the time. Amen. I'm never satisfied to say, Lord, if you, you're here, we're still here. Then I need more faith, Lord. Let our faith bring us higher. Amen. What, 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 uh, what brings healing is our faith. You say, well, Brother Kelly, you waited 17 years. Yeah, my faith didn't grow, grow weaker. It grew stronger. Because he's my healer. Amen. So one day that healing was going to come because as I would confess it, I would walk into my healing. As you confess it, you walk into your healing. Amen. Because he's, he's promised in his word. Well, maybe I'll heal you. Maybe I'll. No, he said, by my stripes, you are already. Let's say already. You are already healed. Amen. It's unlimited what God can do. There's no higher name than the name of Jesus Christ. He's the one that's personified in your life. Amen. There is, no, there, there is power in his name. There's healing in his name. There's redemption in his name. Amen. There's deliverance in his name. There's resurrection in his name. Everything we need is in Jesus Christ's name. God knows what concerns you today. He knows what your burden is today. He knows your fears. That demon of fear tries to get on the people. It's time to cast them out. Amen. He knows, he knows your health condition. He knows your financial condition. He knows all about you. And God has come to deliver us out of them all. Amen. Romans 8, 28 to 30 on. We know that all things, let's say all things. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow. That's me. That's you. Amen. Them he did foreknow. He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Amen. So if he's called you, he's called you for a purpose. That word called in the Greek means to go to the marriage supper. It means to go to the banquet. He's called you for a reason. Amen. When I go from, when, we, when we're changed in the moment of the twinkling of the eye, we go to meet the Lord in the air, we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen. Your name's written on a placard. I don't know what you all do. It. Sister Mary makes placards. Brother Ron, Sister Connie, Brother Tim, Brother Timothy, Brother Kelly. Your name's on a card. He knows you're going to be there. You say, well, I don't feel like it. Don't go by your feelings. You've got to believe the word of God. Amen. He's the, he's the one who, who solves our marital problems. 
There's so much marital problems. I say what we need is more of God. Amen. He's the one that will help us through our needs. Amen. Who we did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, if God be for us, if God be for you, then who can be against you? Amen. There's no devil in hell that can penetrate. Amen. When you're in God, if God be for you, church, there's nothing that's going to stop you. Amen. It's just as if you're already there. When I read when Brother Branham said that God took a, a picture of you at your best, not 20 years old, but at your best, and put it into the file of predestination. Amen. You've probably heard these things a thousand times, but it's good to hear them again. Amen. And put your, your picture in the file of predestination. He already sees you there as a finished work. Amen. I say, Lord, let's go home. It's time to go home. Amen. I got a couple more quotes and I'm going to close. Just give me a few more minutes. He says, perfect love casts out all fear. You're not scared about nothing. You're just resting. You're not, oh, I may backslide tomorrow. I may backslide next week. I wouldn't worry about that. I wouldn't worry about that. I'm not trying to hold on. He held on for me. He put a love in my heart that holds here. It's him holding me, not me holding him. If it was me holding him, I'd probably turn loose. But as long as he's holding me, he will never, let's say never. He will never turn loose. He promised he wouldn't. I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Amen. Brother Brown says, amen. I say amen. Amen. It's Christ who's holding us in this hour. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's the one that's holding us. God is always with me. I will not fear. Let's say I will not fear. God is always in control. I will not doubt his word. Amen. God's promises are true. I will never be in despair. Help us, Jesus. God is always watching. I'll never falter. God is always victorious. He never won him. He never lost a battle. He never lost one battle. God is always, let's say always. God is always victorious. Amen. I will not fail. Amen. It's impossible. We have nothing to fear about church. As long as Christ is in our ship, you'll crest every wave. Amen. The stabilizers are on the word of God. I say, let's ride this thing out to the time of the catching away. Hallelujah. Put your trust in the hands of Almighty God. If the musicians would come forward at this time. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, Caleb, in the Bible, <coughs> Numbers chapter 14, 24, Caleb had another spirit. That word spirit in the, in the Hebrew means it was the breath of God that was breathed into him. You have the breath of God breathed into you through the Holy Spirit of your hour. Caleb saw his mountain. He said, that's my mountain. He wasn't making any deals with Anakin. He wasn't making no deals with the Philistines. 
He won't make any deals. Well, I've just got to live this, live this way, and, and I guess I'll just keep struggling till the time of the, of the catching away. No, church. You don't have to keep struggling. Jesus Christ is here in order to bring deliverance. I don't know what song you want to play, but some song, if you could play some song. Do you love him with all your heart? He's a living God. He's alive. He's given us authority in this hour. It's a small, simple message. But in dark times, it's a hard message to hold on to. Easy to say the words. But he is our authority. He's the one that's with us till the end of the world. He's the one that's victorious in all of our lives. I don't know tonight if you, if you don't know Jesus Christ as personal Savior. I give you the opportunity if the Lord is speaking in your heart. Say, Lord, here I am. I want to give my life to you. Sometimes we can sit on a message pew our whole entire life. Say all the right words, say all the right things. But there's still something missing in our heart. Today could be your night. You don't have to wait till tomorrow or the next day. But today could be your time. Say, Lord, I'm tired of just playing the role of a hypocrite, tired of playing the role of a Pharisee. I want, I want a real commitment. I want to come to you tonight, Lord. Maybe you're backslidden in your condition with God. Say, Lord, here I am. I'm going to come back to you tonight, Lord. We're finding prodigals coming home back in Canada. We just had a, had a brother just after our meetings that we just had up, up in the north. Brother that's been backslid for many, many years. His name is Reuben. He might be streaming tonight. He has a, his wife's name is Carly. Last Sunday, they were sat in the pew longer than normal. And they asked if they could talk to me in the office, so they came into my office to talk. And, and she looked at me, and the first time they were, she was in church was when Brother Timothy and Sister Ruth were there in February of this, this year, 2023. Took a picture of her there. And she asked if she could be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not as far as I know, never been in church prior. But she gave her heart to the Lord. Reuben had been backslidden for many years. He said, Brother Kelly, would it be okay if I'd be rebaptized? I said, if that would help your faith, I said, I'd be happy to do that for you. They see a living God. They see something that's alive. Our young people need to see a living God. Something that's real, something that, that speaks to their heart. May we as, as the older people, as elders, may we live a life that they can see Jesus Christ alive in our lives. That they can desire that in their lives. If you're sick tonight, he's the healer. He's here to heal. Amen. If you're depressed or you're in some type of a situation, he's here to bring deliverance to you. This altar is open if any person would care to come. It's open for you. If you're struggling with addictions, he's the one that takes away addictions. He's a living God. Amen. God bless you.
Brother Timothy.
speak to your mountain right now. It's the authority that's been given to you. Speak, and I will fulfill it. Hallelujah. 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 You're in the atmosphere right now that you can claim your children, claim your marriage. Hallelujah. The healing for your body, salvation for your soul. Hallelujah. Let God's people proclaim. He's holy. He's worthy. He's powerful. It's a name above all names. Oh, we love you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless your name. I bless. Yes, Lord. I give you honor, Lord. That's right.
touch me.